Pro Wrestling Edge is back. I'm Dan O'Mac. Uh, got a small crew with me tonight, starting with Big Kaz. What's up? Hey, man. How's it going? How's it going? I'm coming down off of this past week and some good shows we went to. Yeah, we had some good shows. Um, shout out Midwest Scum becoming the first RPW Tag Team Champions. Some pretty badass bar fights you guys were at last night. So, yeah, it was definitely a good weekend of wrestling. Nick the Gooch. Nick the Gooch, what's up? Uh, same shit, different day, man. You know how it goes with me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I'm really excited for our guest. Now, our guest, me and him tried getting hooking up, and then COVID kind of ended that. Uh, we were going to do this interview at a BCWA show, but um, we finally got him on. We got the Midwest's best-kept secret, Isaiah Bronner. What's up, man? What's up, man? Appreciate y'all for having me on. Hey, we appreciate you. We, we love everything that you're doing. I'm going to I'm gonna hit it over to Nick so Nixon gets started. Okay. So one thing we're all interested in is the backstory behind the wrestler. And a main question is that, and that is how did you get into the sport of wrestling? Uh, it was like the first thing I ever wanted to do. Um, I wound up playing football, so I kind of got away from it. And uh, professional didn't work out. Um, I think like my last little stint, like a mini camp with the CFL team, um, a guy kind of got hurt and then, um, Billy Gunn wound up seeing my, um, one of my workout videos and he told me, you know, I should try to go get trained or whatever. He was going to hook me up with a tryout. He wound up getting fired, but he still got me a tryout, uh, like in 20, uh, 2017. So, uh, he kind of nudged me in that direction. So when did your love for wrestling actually start? Was it a lifelong thing as a kid or is this? Oh, yeah. That- oh yeah. Like that was like. I was like the, my my first memory was uh like my cousin had like a WrestleMania six um video and um I just remember Jimmy Snooker and Rick Rude and then the Rockers and the Oriental Express so like for some reason that that popped with me and then the the Razor Ramones uh, Shawn Michaels ladder match WrestleMania ten Owen Hart and Bret Hart and I've been hooked ever since man. Now. Us here at the podcast, we kind of know a little bit of uh, where you got the training, but to our listeners, uh, let them know where was it that you got your training at and you actually graduated from? Yep. Uh, started at House of Truth, uh, Truth Martini. So uh, I went through there. Um, can't, can't speak highly enough of them. Uh, I was in the same class with uh, Kevin, Kevin Calloway. Uh, he went to Purge. So uh came out of that class, and now um, I was going up to Can-Am before the pandemic with uh, Johnny Bravo brushing up up there. But obviously the pandemic messed that up, so I've been going down to AIW to train. So. And we all know our boy Dan over here is a big fanboy for uh, Truth Martini. <laughs> tell, us, yeah. tell us, what was it like actually, you know, going into that school and being underneath someone like that? Um. Just trying to absorb all I can because you know he got a he had a big mind for business. Um, just trying to pick up what I felt I lacked. Like the physicality and stuff comes kind of easy. It's just everything else that um, I feel like I needed guidance on. And he's been there every step of the way. So I definitely appreciate truth. So now you graduate from the house of truth. Where where did the idea of you coming into DTA come about? Um, it just happened. Um, um, I want to say like my third or fourth show, I, I, uh, I wound up doing uh, Proving Ground for XICW. And my first match was a six man against Aaron. And um, like my first couple of matches there was against Aaron. And um, he just came to me and he just, like, said he saw something in me and, you know, he made the offer to me, him and Jack. So like they've been uh, instrumental in my growth since since basically day one. And now uh, we see a lot inside the squared circle ropes and all of that. A few of us got the the chance to see you out at ICW in the pit. Mm-hmm. Tell us what was it? What was the experience? You know, what was it going into that match? Something so different besides you know your your typical ring match. Um. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Like, like pulling up to the venue, like I didn't know what to expect, because um, 
I got there and I see the ring and I'm like, all right, well, we're doing it out here. And I, the first person I saw was Aaron. He's like, did you see it? I'm like, no. And he's like, let me go show you. And then he showed me the area where the, the pit was going to be at. And I was like, oh, okay. But once the people filled it up, like that atmosphere and that vibe was incredible, man. Like, I loved it. Like, it felt natural. Like, it just felt natural. The vibe was dope. Like, I, I can't wait to do it again. And you had one hell of a match that night against Justin Kyle. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Hell of a, that's a hell of a fighter right there. Well, both you guys, man, you guys just really killed the top, top, one of the top matches for us in that pit. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're, and we're really big fans of Justin Kyle since, you know, we've went down to Flophouse and traveled and seen him at a few shows. So seeing you two go head to head, those just two Rams button heads, you know, Maybe a future tag team match. That'd be an awesome team right there. You guys would be unstoppable. <laughs> Either way, I want to talk to you about some stuff outside of the ring. You know, the, you are a wrestler, and we do know that. But let's know, like you mentioned, uh, you did football. And I know that you played for a semi-professional team, the Cleveland Gladiators. Yeah, it was an um, AFL team. Um, like, as soon as I got picked up, I wound up getting hurt. So that was, like, short-lived. And then um, I had a tryout with the uh, Toronto Canadian uh, Football League team. And it's like injuries, little knickknack injuries. Just, everything's added up over the years. So just to kind of stop that. And you played football through uh, school, elementary, middle, and high school? Yep. And what positions did you play? What was your uh, your main position you played, and what was your favorite? Uh, outside linebacker, defensive man. Um the older I got, the more I like playing uh, defensive end. Um, just like put my hand in the dirt every play going up and trying to beat beat the guy across from me every play, man. So it's, I'm just very, I'm a very competitive person, very physical person. So I enjoy that position the most. I can't imagine those quarterbacks <laughs> seeing you running at them full steam. <laughs> man, that would be scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I miss it, but, you know, I found something. I found my calling. Yeah, we could tell that you're very physical by your in-ring work, and there is a clip currently floating around of a nasty clothesline that you turned a guy inside out, and that was amazing. Doing God's work on that one. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah, as it was quoted, doing God's work. So we talked a little bit about the football, but something that you still stick with and do uh, – you work out a lot, man. You're, you're really, you're in the gym lifting weights and uh, just keeping your body physically fit. How many times a week or how many times a day are you in the gym? Um, depending on the, sh depending on shows, um, at minimum, like four or five times, four or five days a week. Um, when I got hurt this year, um, I had nothing but free time. So I was trying to increase. So I was in the gym, like two, at minimum two times a day, sometimes three times a day, just trying to speed the rehab process up. You know, every wrestler, you know, at some point in their career does deal with these injuries. When this type of stuff happens, how does it really affect you mentally and how do you handle that? Um, most, most injuries that I've had um, up until, like, this injury, like, I was like, ah, I'll just – I'll wrap it up and just keep going. But um, when I I wound up tearing my Achilles in April, and um, I didn't know like I've never had surgery, never you know. I, thankfully, I didn't have to have surgery, so I I didn't want to. I felt like I was picking up momentum, so I kind of didn't want to slow it down. So I didn't really tell anybody. Um, I wore a cast for a couple uh, about a month, and then I was in a walking boot, <coughs> and then I went and had a match with Calvin Tankman. <coughs> on June 18th, and before we even locked up, it tore again. I wrestled wow. that match. I had to wrestle hood foot, and I wrestled in Iowa the next day. So it was just pretty much a – I was trying to stay positive as much as much as I could. Thankfully, it's healed. Um, I'm about 80, 80, 85, 90%. So I'm, I'm almost there, but I don't have to worry about it tearing again. So – it is all mental, man. It's just all mental. And that's one thing, like, 
as us fans, we really appreciate the fact that no matter what style of wrestling, the damage that you guys put your body through and deal with, and you do it for the love of the sport and for our entertainment. And that's something that, you know, especially I know us here, we really absolutely appreciate that. Like to thank you for that, man. Oh man. It, it comes with the territory, man. Like, Nobody's gonna get it, get in this and get out of it with a clean bill of health. Like you gotta know what you're signing up for. It's just if you really want something, man, you gotta be willing to know what you signed it up for. So it comes with it. Now, besides the the being in the gym and uh, playing football, is there any other uh, maybe hidden talents or something that you like to do in your off time? Uh, like I, I can draw really well. Like um. I haven't done it in a while because free time. Then it's kind of like I really have to be locked in and find something like I really want to like sit there and draw a paint or whatever for me to do. But yeah, like I do a lot of drawing. Yeah, we have our own little personal artist and Nick the Gooch over here. He, <laughs> so he could probably uh, sympathize with you about finding the time and getting locked uh, in to do that art. He's got, I don't know how many projects I see that he's currently working on. Yeah, so it's countless, bro. Countless. Um, yeah, I can see the excitement on your face. <laughs> <laughs> so with the working out, like, so apparently I know you got to have a good diet to be able to keep physically fit the way you are, but what's your, what's your go-to cheat day food, man? Oh, man. Like a, a good burger, like a couple burgers for five guys. Like five that, guys. Five guys. Uh, one of those milkshakes and I'm good to go. <laughs> I think I know I need to go to five guys. I don't need to. Never mind. I do not need five guys. I'm not that. I'm not physically fit like that. But um, I love a burger. I appreciate you just telling us a little bit about yourself like that and uh, letting uh, letting us know. I'm going to pass it over to Dan O'Mac. He's got a couple things he wants to talk to you about. So there's one thing that I think we have in common. You're, uh, you're a Los Angeles Laker fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so are you more of a LeBron guy or a Kobe guy? Uh, I'm more of a LeBron guy. Like, I came up, it was really Iverson for me. Oh, nice. But, uh, like, once, like the, like, the Lakers got their first ring against the Pacers, like, I was rooting for them. Like, and I became a Kobe guy for a little bit, then it drifted to LeBron. Yeah, you have a pretty sweet Lakers jacket that I've seen you wear. <laughs> and that's pretty badass. I'm I'm a little jealous, but I'm a huge Laker fan. I've been a Laker fan since Magic. I've been a Laker fan since they first got Kobe. Kobe was my guy. So uh and then now I've I've adopted LeBron as my guy. So uh so yeah, I I, I wanted to bring up I wanted oh, yeah. to bring up the Lakers. Oh, yeah, we got a long way this year. Hopefully they get it. They they're circling around. Yeah, I was going to say, if you need to bring up how they're going to put that team back together, they had a bunch of losses in a row. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but they got to they get it together. I got, I got space. So, like I said earlier, uh, me and you were going to sit down before a show at BCWA. Uh, that was the that first show that got shut down because of COVID. And then, of course, we, we, we couldn't do this. But uh, now that we got you on, we – Talked about how you got into wrestling. Talked about getting together with DTA. We've talked about some of your your loves and passions outside of the ring. And you've got some big stuff coming up this week. Yes, sir. Uh, two big shows coming up this week. Let our listeners know what those two shows are and where they can see you at. Uh, Friday... Um, for Paradigm, um, we're doing our heavy hitters uh, season three. And he'll kill me, but we're doing our <laughs> season of tapings. Um, so we got that going on. That's gonna, uh, that'll be debuting on IWTV probably at the beginning of next year. Um, I, I, I don't know the set date or when they're gonna start running, but uh, we start our, we do our tapings Friday. It's gonna be to like a close them out of uh fans and uh sponsors and stuff like that so those that was like a, a launching point for me during the pandemic so i'm very 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 grateful for paradigm for 
give me the opportunity. So I plug them every every time I get a chance. And Saturday in Royston, Georgia, for All Star Wrestling, um, we're having a Star Clash, and it's me against Alexander Hammerstone for the heavyweight title down there. Speaking of that match, um, you uh, saw the tweet and you and you liked it, but me and Donald Holland was trying to put a bug in old uh, Court Bowers here on how we, uh, we need to see some uh, some uh, Isaiah Bronner, Alex Hammerstone matches a little more often and how you would be, we feel as fans, you would be in a great fit at MLW for the chances of, you know, fighting fight two and, and, the, and fighting Alex on a regular basis. Is there anywhere like that that you could see yourself fitting in well, whether it's impact, whether it's, you know, MLW, you know, you know, whether it's, is there any goals for you to go to any of those companies? Uh, I have a goal to be signed where I don't, I don't have a preference. I feel like I can fit in anywhere um, and help and contribute anywhere. So I'm open to anywhere, but my goal is to be signed very soon. Yeah. We don't see that not coming true because you are you are one bad dude and that clothesline that you uh fold that guy in half i remember when i first saw you the first time at bcwa uh, when you were working there for blackwell and i know blackwell is just you know amazing you know to to work for from everybody i talk about you folded somebody in half with a spear and i was like holy shit this guy is is going to take over this business because you were just a bad motherfucker you know like i said in that in in, in that twitter post you're a bad man so um thank you thank you thank you in addition to those two shows um i know we don't get to see you a lot in michigan um which is which even though it's it's a little disappointing for us we do get to see you on iwtv with this stuff but we're happy we don't get to see you in Michigan. That means that you're getting out there and doing your thing. But there was a match. You and Hoodfoot had a match. Tell me how it was getting there with Hoodfoot. Now, you said that you tore your Achilles. Not only did you fight Calvin Tankman, but you fought Hoodfoot. Same night. Um, if you go look at it, you just see me walking to the ring. You can see I'm like, you can see the limp there. So it's already challenging itself, like fighting the other foot, but it's going there basically with one leg. Like, I just block it out, man. Like, the adrenaline pumps, like, my foot was taped up. So as long as I can walk, I'm good. Like, like me and him, our chemistry is just there. And um, if I could fight him every day out the week, I would. I was just going to say that. If I could see Isaiah <laughs> Bronner versus Hoodfoot every day of the week, I would be happy. <laughs> Um, another guy I think you would have a killer match with is actually a guy that Hoodfoot's teamed with this past weekend. Have you ever gotten the ring with Casanova Valentine? Not yet. Man, you and Casanova Valentine would, would put on a hell of a match too. But yeah, if I could see you and Hoodfoot every day of the week, I, I'd be a happy <laughs> man. Yeah, hopefully I get those two uh, coming up soon somewhere. Yeah, we just saw them together. They were in the RPW Tag Team Tournament. And boy... They had a match with the Rejects, Murdoch and and Bentley. (laughs) So you, you, you wrestled Tankman on a bad wheel. You wrestled Hoodfoot on a bad wheel. Now you're just about back. You said healthy. What's your goals going into 2022? Um, other than being signed, because we know that's the ultimate goal. Just to continue to, um, spread my I, I got a chip on my shoulder like um and it's not I don't feel I don't just feel this way as the rest of DTA feel this way I feel like I've been overlooked for a, a long period of time like, I don't feel like we get the attention that we deserve not just us my girl Jocelyn like it's a lot of talented people out here so it's just making my name known putting my foot putting my foot down and going out there and taking everything I want so just to continue to travel get some more promotions and letting people know that, you know, I'm here. Speaking of Jocelyn, let her know that she just had a match with Hotch at Horror Slam's four-year anniversary show. Yep. Man, I, I 
me and Big Kaz were there. We we were blown away by that match. We were like, all right, the show can end now because I don't see anything topping what no. Joslyn and 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 Hosh did in that ring. And uh, and uh, you were there that no. night. You know, you were there that night. You were there to support your girl and, no. and support your boy Alex. But um, yeah, they tore it up. Yeah, man. Like not just that. She she just she had a match with Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Uh, last month. There's a lot of people like Jason Hodge. Like we just did wrestle pit, and he mm-hmm. blew the roof off with uh, Buddy uh, Buddy Matthews. Yep. Um, you see what Vendetta does when he gets out there. Aaron killing everybody. Jack, everybody. Just Jackson Sorrow back out here. Jamal King is over, like completely overlooked. So it, it's it's a lot of us out here that I just feel like deserves. A little bit more shine, so we come for all that. You know, yeah, I feel like that list could go on and on and on here in the state. Oh, yeah. of we oh, see yeah. so many people that we feel that much. They will, will we back up what they're doing in the ring that they should be seen and get out and tra- start traveling. You know, because one, you're proof that the yeah. traveling does do does do good. So uh, I hope the rest of the DTA members start doing it more. I see Tommy as of late has been getting out there a lot. Yeah, you know, Alex is getting his first chance at uh, uh, this weekend. You know, yeah, they'll be with that pair of times. So that's the you first know. step. Just taking that, taking taking that step of faith. Like it sucks not knowing, but once you're confident what you're doing, like it'll work out in the long run. That's how I look at it, and I know it's gonna work out for the rest of them. It's just just a matter of time. Yeah, you guys are all. You know, I've talked with Alex at length on how we respect the hell out of you guys as a group and individually. And uh, we don't always necessarily cheer for you guys, but (laughs) that doesn't matter. It's what you do in the ring and the respect you have from everybody. So you guys might not feel like you have that recognition nationally that you deserve, but you definitely got it around here. And like I made that comment, how... It's a good thing we don't get to see you around as much. I know you do Mr. Chainsaw here in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, but we don't get to see you as much. But we're okay with that because we see everything that you're doing out there on IWTV. And again, we can't get past that clothesline where you fold that guy <laughs> in half. Hey, I, I honestly, I didn't think it was gonna get as much as attention as it's gotten. But I'm thankful for it. So, you know, and it was. It was a dark match. I was like, ah, I wasn't even going to put it up, but and I'm thankful for a couple minutes of response. I'm thankful for Weirster. That was the guy I worked. Um, just thankful for the opportunity, man. So I'm just going to continue to continue to go from there. Josh and Jordan was finally able to get on with us. Um, <laughs> we did cover a lot, guys. Is there anything that you wanted to add and if we've already covered it i'll just let you know or anything you want to say to um, yeah uh did you guys go over you guys go over his gear yeah. no we did not did go, go ahead <laughs> go ahead good 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 all right so i i want to know where your inspirations come from because i've seen that one of them you your your alan iverson one i see you posted already you know your inspiration come as a childhood hero so uh where where, where the inspiration for these martin uh, pants come from because I love them. I seen them. I recognized it right away. I was looking for Shanae on the other leg there. <laughs> I just um like for for the longest I was wearing like the MMA gear and I was trying to get out of it and I just didn't want my gear to be like anybody else's. So I just find like depending on the color, like I'll think of something that I like growing up or something that inspired me. I'm like okay. Well, this will go with these or whatever. Like um, like the Martin ones. I'm like, I need purple. So I was like, okay, Martin. So I found the image. I found uh, Sway Archer. He did them for me. He did an amazing job. Um, like the Allen Iverson ones. I got the green ones that I was wearing. Um, Scott Hall is one of the people I got in. Those are like Razor, Razor <laughs> inspired. Um, the black. Black tights I had on during Saturday, like the Mamba, um, the Mamba symbols on there. So I just find things that inspire me to, and I just 
added to the gear. Well, uh, Jordan, do you have anything nice. for him? Yeah, yeah, I do. I was going to say, uh, along with your ring gear, I noticed on uh, your bulletproof vest, you uh, had Versace. <laughs> Is that a real Versace bulletproof vest? Yeah. Yeah. I like I, I'm just trying to think outside the box, man. Like everybody got t-shirts and vests. So they're like, all right, I'll get a Versace bulletproof vest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's that's so awesome. I love it. I'm a Versace man myself. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> but uh uh where can uh everybody find you on uh social social media? Uh Isaiah Bronner. Uh Isaiah Bronner three one three on Instagram. Isaiah Bronner on everything goes. Uh you can find me through uh Death Threat Army, through all that, uh through all their stuff as well. And everybody it's like 30 of us in there. So you can find everybody linked in through DTA. Do, uh, do you have anywhere nice. where people can find your merch? Um, I'm getting new merch done. Okay. So I'll probably have a site up soon. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'll have a site up soon. I wanted to earn my name before I really started selling anything. Well, we think definitely you're there. So <laughs> we definitely think you're there. Well, well, Bronner, we appreciate you for coming on. You're you're one of our favorites. Um, like I said, we just in awe on how hard you hit, and and even more respect now knowing that you wrestled both Tankman and Hoodfoot with a blown out Achilles. Um, if you're if you're sleeping on Isaiah Bronner, you better wake up because man, um, his goal of getting signed somewhere sooner than later, it's going to happen. So, brother, we appreciate you. Keep killing it. Keep whooping everyone's ass that you get in that ring with. And we can't wait to see Saturday when we can see the, the uh, run back of you and um, you and Alexander Hammersall. That's going to be pretty great. dope. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate y'all. Thank every podcast out there. Everybody that gives us a platform to further expound upon what we do. Anybody that's sponsored, not just me, myself, DTA, the Hollands. Um, Marks with Mike's. It's a lot of people. I don't want to leave nobody out by naming people, but y'all especially, y'all reached out to me when I first saw y'all, so nothing but respect, and I salute y'all for that. Appreciate you. Yeah, 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 the Holland family, they they definitely love their DTA. Yeah. And I, I told them you were coming on, and Donald, uh, Donald was pretty pretty excited to hear this. So, yeah, that's so, my guy. so shout out to Donald Holland for all he that's does pretty- for DTA because uh, – he, he, he definitely helps get that uh, word out for you guys all over the place. So hopefully we can get that Isaiah Bronner Casanova Valentine match here pretty soon. Josh would love that. Josh is a huge Casanova Valentine guy. So we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, yeah. 2022, we're going to make it happen. Yeah, well, we've uh, spoken into existence here on Pro Wrestling <laughs> Edge. There's things that have come into play from being spoken to existence here. So <laughs> thank you, Bronner. Yes, sir. Thank you. And we'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Yeah, not knowing well, that his Achilles was blown out when he took on Tankman and and, and Hoodfoot. Damn, that changes it. That's fucking crazy. Those dude. two matches were fucking amazing too. So this Him man and- had what he said two months off from a torn Achilles, and then tore it again in his match with Tankman before it even started, and wrestled Hoodfoot that night. This man's a beast. He's going to be going places. He's going to be signed before long. Josh just I can't wait to listen to it. I'm so jealous, straight up. <laughs> we'll make yeah. it happen again. We got 2022, big things coming. But we had a great interview. Let's talk about, because we didn't get to talk about the weekend before this interview happened. We had some pretty good shows that we went to, and Dan made it out to one. Yeah, I I wasn't going to miss our boys Midwest Scum take home we were, those tag titles. Well, we were in the middle of a snowstorm in the middle of nowhere, maybe Michigan, for RPW's Boiling Point 2. And man, that was... That show turned out to be everything it said it was. It was incredible. They had a tag team tournament. There was other title defenses. 
And one thing I want to say about that show, Chris and the and the team at RPW always put on good work. But Big Kaz, Brokowski, and Jaybird, y'all tore it up with that barbed wire ropes. You know, you guys go back and listen to that episode where they were at um, uh, they were at the pit and they went through the weapons seminar. seminar. So uh, well, it was Chris, known that we went to the seminar, you know, like that's how we got contacted. Uh, Dan, Dan almost said it last week. I don't think he, he realized it wasn't known knowledge. Oh, he almost yeah. dropped the ball and told everybody we were going to be doing this. But we had knew, known ahead of time. Asked us if uh, we were confident enough to do it. And like most of the times, we say yes without knowing what the hell, really what we were doing. We only went to the seminar. But we listened. We listened and we picked up how to do it. And uh, it turned out really fucking great. Dude, I heard so many compliments. John Wayne Murdoch. Casanova said that might have been the best barbed wire ropes that he has seen. Um, Otis has so some good. We, we got the scars to prove it, too. Yeah, yeah my guys hands are... are fucked. I took a barb right to the finger. Yeah, we Jordan, I think, got the worst one. The whole time. And that was... I definitely got cut. And that was, let me put it this way. He went damn near. We almost had the whole thing done. Like, that was towards the end when he did that. I think it yeah. was actually the last thing we were tightening up. He did that on. And also, yeah, shout out. Bro. Also, shout out. Sean Woolley was a big help to, uh, to you guys when it comes to the yes, barbed wire ropes. You know, everyone that was there helping beforehand with uh, with the setup. Uh, it just everything come together. And that was might have been my favorite show that rpw's put out and it just seems like everyone just keeps topping the one you know previous to it what was your guys's favorite match in the tournament start with big cast my favorite match in the tournament the yeah. whole tournament without going with you know of course most of the midwest scum matches were awesome but my daughter Breland got used in the match between the rejects and the hollowed. The rejects picked her up and used her to kick Lord Crew right in the face. So I'm gonna be partial, not just because of that. The whole match was incredible, but that one has me because of that. I loved that moment. That was my favorite match in the tournament. What about you, Brokowski? Oh, my favorite match in the tournament. I'd have to honestly go with uh, the very first one there. Uh, I thought the, the – no, not that. Casanova Hoodfoot taking on Balking Season. I really enjoyed that match. I was happy to see Balking Season again, and they came back around, and god damn, did they not disappoint. They went. They may have went out, but they went out fighting. And Chuck stood there, and Arthur both stood there and went toe-to-toe with both Hoodfoot and Casanova Valentine. So props to those who Jaber, what about you? What was your favorite match of the tournament? Easy, man. Randy West taking on Remington. No, no, no. Of, of the tournament. Of the tournament. Of the tournament. tournament. Oh, oh, easy, oh, he easy. said. He said easy. Yeah, well, yeah, all Midwest scum, of course. But especially the last match, man, I, that had me on pins and needles, man. That was scary as hell. But honestly... The Redracks versus the Hollowed. All right, no, that was yours, Brandon. God dang it. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it was You're DTA. Good. Good. I am good. So, yeah, that was my favorite. Redracks versus the Hollowed, man. I, dude, I think the Hollow is um, awesome, man. Even though they took the L on it, but it was a great match. So, Rejects I'm not, are great, too. You can't I'm go not going to be a mark or anything, but obviously, my favorite match of the tournament was Midwest Scum versus DTA. And the reason why that was my favorite match of the tournament is not only was it a hell of a match, but Alex and Jack were last-minute replacements. Alex, the, just a couple days before, Aaron wasn't back from his injury, so he couldn't compete. And then just the day of, Tommy couldn't compete, and Jack uh, stepped up. 
and got in that ring. And those four guys put on a hell of a clinic in there. Yes, we booed DTA. Yes, when Jack and Alex came out, I stood up and I motherfucked them the whole time. But I'll tell you what, those four guys put on a hell of a match. And just the way Midwest Scum was able to go through that tournament and beat team after team, you know, they beat DTA, they beat Schwartzy and, and Kenny Urban. That was a fantastic match. And then beating the rejects in the finals. But yeah, to me, it was Midwest Scum versus DTA for all the circumstances behind it and how well Alex and Jack stepped up and showed out. Um, that match was absolutely amazing. So yeah. that was my favorite. It was a it was a great match. Like it didn't Midwest Scum did not have an easy route to go to the finals and win those belts. Like Dread King Logan took a really hard bump in that in that match. You could see him limping throughout the rest, and then the whole night, like it progressively got worse. And then like Schwartzy, uh, uh, Schwartzy did a number on his knee with the figure four. Yep. So like he come to the ring. That leg, that leg that got hurt in the first match. Zach know, like had to actually help him to the ring for the main for the for the finals. And Murdoch and Reed went right after that leg. Yeah. But in the end, you know, we know that there was recently a little bit of issues between Reed and John Wayne Murdoch. And they said when they came out there that they, they had their eyes on the prize, those tag team belts, and, and they were going to work together. And that little bit of distraction, that little bit of them not being on the same page and what good teams do is they capitalize and Midwest Scum capitalized on that and come out with the win. And I don't know. I lost my voice cheering for Zach and, and uh, Logan that night, excluding the tournament. Jaybird's already oh, answered God. this, but I'll start with Jaybird excluding the tag team tournament. What was your favorite match? Go ahead, Jaybird. You, uh, you can elaborate on your, on your match. Randy, Randy versus Remington, man. Prickly. What was it called? Prickly? A prickly, prickly situation. situation man. And it was prickly. They had cactuses. They had barbed wire ring that we helped put up. Um, and it held to the test, too. How they went pretty ham on it, man. And uh, it was great. What about you, Brokowski? Excluding oh. the tournament. Dude, it's going to be... It's going to be easily hands down the way it always is our boy justin kyle taking on akira i love both those dudes and kyle always kills it it, it was a great battle and it was it kind of went a little bit different than you would have thought i definitely suggest looking it up when it's on iwtv big cats what about you it's crazy because i mean i love that match but i absolutely thought dale patrick versus Satu Jin. The way to end to end the night was absolutely fantastic. And then we get a new champ out of it. I, I've liked Satu since we started seeing him, you know, live when we were going down to Flop House. So and then he started coming up here, seeing him in a bunch of matches, and then he wins the title. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah, um I love uh, Dale Patrick's. I love what he does. But him and Tattoo Jen put on a hell of a fight. And you can't go wrong with any of those matches. I mean, is Randy not the toughest broad out there? Oh, nobody. Indeed. Nobody can Absolutely. mess with him. And then at the end, Tattoo Jen, uh, there's going to be some, some stuff going on with him and Otis. Otis didn't take too kindly to, to Tattoo Jen winning the title. So I'm looking forward to down the road when it comes out. We're going to see somewhere in RPW, Satu Jin and Otis Koger. Well, and we know that. And then so backtracking to the uh, Midwest Scum, when they won their titles, they called out Shane Mercer and KTV. Yeah. You know, Zach got in the ring and said, I think they called them Iron Beast. Yeah. They said, We don't care who you put in front of us. We're, we're going to take them down, but we want. Iron Beast, KTB, and Shane Mercer. Um, hopefully, RPW can can get that match signed. Um, and, but crazy. somewhere down the line, somewhere down the line, Randy deserves a shot at that Rust uh, at, the, at that Rust Belt title. 
Yeah. She's done yeah. nothing but show out every time she's in that ring. She's went up against some some great deathmatch wrestlers in her death matches at RPW. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing when Randy gets that shot because it's coming. She's she deserves that. And just and I'll tell you what, for for a bunch of guys here that never dealt with a teardown of barbed wire, you know, we, uh, we, uh, we had a lot of help with that teardown. Greg, we can't say anything better about Greg. Greg, uh, Greg, Greg Caton's our boy. Sean. He didn't uh, come when. <clears throat> what was that? Brokowski? So he, if you didn't come in handy with those wire clippers, man, I, it would have took lot. a lot longer. Saturn lot Price longer. helped us with teardown of that. So we just we got that down as quickly as we could because we didn't know there how so many people, so many people to name that I you know I just yeah. can't remember right now. It happened so fast too. Yeah. If you are listening or somebody is listening that knows those people that were there and helped. That's our thank you. We yeah. appreciate you helping us. You know, there were so many people there helping it, and then the ring, and then and then putting <clears> the <throat> ring ropes on. That's you know, we we uh, we, uh, we 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 let the talent that was there helping on the ring crew take care of that. But uh, so many people, and and just that process went so quickly, and, and we didn't waste too much time because uh, that was my worry when he was like, "You guys gonna uh, tear it down for us, right?" And we're like, "Okay." I guess we're tearing it down too. So, no, we we made yeah we went to ask because we didn't want to be sitting there and then be like what's going on, but we got in there. We came up with a plan, nice and good. But then last night, last night because we paid for admission to RPW, we got admission at Simon's After Dark for AWR show. The the, was, the bar was, fights. That, that that was it was a pretty good show. Like there was uh, some title changes. Some Randy, matches. a lot of blood. Yeah, there was a lot of blood. You know, I saw more um, favorite match because my favorite match. Holy shit, man! I got to think about this. I thought you were gonna go to. I thought we were gonna let Jaybird talk so he could get because we know he was gonna say Randy. I know he loves Randy. I, it's not. It's the truth, man. It's the truth. Randy. No, it, it wasn't good. She he, she fought hardcore Charles. Yeah, make sure you say Charles when you meet her. She gets mad if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think that was a great. Favorite. That was a great starter. They yeah. kicked it off pretty hot. Like that was hard to follow up, but it was they they kept going with it. It was good. I love there's a couple matches I really liked from last night. And I think the first one I want to I want to talk about. Um Chuck Stein went up against Remington Roar. And that was a blood bath. Blood a blood bath. I'll tell you blood what, man. <laughs> Chuck Chuck needs to get out there and get on some of these deathmatch tournaments. People need to get him more seen. Yeah, he, he went to the finals a couple years ago at Slay the Death Match out in Colorado. And then he went back again this year. But yeah, Chuck Chuck and he's gonna be at Ida is it IWA Mid South? Yeah, he announced I think, for twenty twenty two. Yeah, I think he announced that, yeah. So yeah. And actually, you know, when we talked to him the other day or before the show, and uh he was telling us he has he's doing a like a, a signing. In Monroe, you know, people that listen to us, that know us, that live in that area, he's going to be at a sports cards and collectible signing December 10th through 12th. He'll be there on Saturday from one to three doing autographs, doing meet and greets. So if you guys are in the area, go, go check that out. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. uh, Brokowski, what was your favorite match from last night? Oh man, I mean, is it really need to be said? Of course it does. It was like a dream match or a super team of mine. You got Justin Kyle taking on Castle Valentine. So number one checklist, I finally got to see Casanova in a bar fight. No ring death match. So that's like, boom, 
up there with top top couple things there. But man, I also got to see Justin Kyle bleed for the first time. And I tell you what, he literally had half his face sawed off with so much fucking blood. But I got to say that Akira and Eric Dillinger was fucking phenomenal, man. Storytelling-wise, they had a build-up. They did promos and everything. It was it was fucking awesome. That, that, that whole night just kicked ass. Yeah, Akira used me or my belly as like a soft pillow. Dude, it was funny because he, he was like, he just laid on my stomach. <laughs> I was, this sounds weird, but you know, he was like stumbling, you know, and he kind of just leaned against me. And you could hear uh, it was Schwartzy in the background. Akira's laying on Kaz's stomach. And I said, it's soft. That's why it's soft. But right in front of us, that action was right in front of us when he went off the bar, the, the, uh, the bar onto a table, oh, off of the bar onto a table. Right, right in front of us, man. It was insane. Right in front. Yeah, I was playing. And then, uh, go ahead. He called us crazy motherfuckers when he was leaving. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Akira called us crazy. Like, motherfucker, you see, you, you know what I've seen you do to yourself in the past two, the past month, <laughs> literally two months or so. And that was a title change in that match, also. I don't, I, I don't recall. I what... think that's his first title too. He said. Yeah, he yeah. said, how fitting was it to get my first title in a bar in Detroit? So I don't know if there's a backstory behind that. Maybe we'll have to uh, contact Akira and try to get him on, talk to him, see if he's got something to say. Like maybe there's a reason why he wanted to win one in Detroit or if there's a backstory to it. But anyways, it was it was awesome. Uh, we got to see uh, the original Sins win the tag belts. That was a nice surprise seeing those guys there. I really enjoy them. You know, I remember them from uh, the Flophouse days when in, they were the first tag team champs, weren't they? Yep. Yes, they were. They uh, they won them at uh, in the had them at the private stash where we got to call commentary for them. Yep. And they uh, Tyler Lloyd and Mean Dick Michaels. Ty- Tyler Lydell and Mean Dick Michaels. Yes, make up the team. But yeah, dude, I love the original sins. Those dudes, those dudes are dope. I, I hope to see them around the circuit a little bit more. They'd be another good fit for a tag team to swing on through RPW. Yeah, I was planning on going, but I had a migraine, so it wouldn't have been too well for me there. No, but... you. It, it would have been bad for a migraine. It wasn't a migraine setting, Dan, but you did miss out. Well, like if you could have yeah, you it missed out. out. It was good. I was going to say, shout out to Hard Camp Frio. I got to see a lot of the show. Because of hard cam Frio. Um, and like Josh said, the matches that I've seen, you know, I love Chuck. And the the parts of the Chuck and Remington War match was great. But, I mean, from what I got to see through through hard cam on his social media and, and whatnot was Justin Kyle and Casanova Valentine. Somebody was giving Casanova Valentine shit saying that Justin Kyle was going to beat his ass. Oh, there was a guy right next to us, like hardcore. Like Cass got into his face and had it had a uh, a gusset plate in his hand and hit his put it in his own forehead right yeah. in front of the guy's face. Yeah, he waterboarded. Wh- I, he waterboarded Justin Kyle. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw that and everything that I saw that match. I mean, any chance yeah. to see Justin Kyle and Casno Valentine? That was that was crazy the waterboard. But uh, speaking of, we were called sick motherfuckers that night, and Remington Roar called us. Uh, Shit, what did he say? Oh, no. He's the one that called us. He called us sick motherfuckers, <laughs> too, during during his match with Chuck. So that was pretty funny, too. And you, I believe, in, I think it's, they said in a week, in seven days, it's going to be up on IWTV. Definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. AWR well, is no joke. They, they turn that shit out quick. And it was always it was a pleasure, pleasure seeing Earl Joseph, the Liverpool lip again. Yeah, you know, I was I was excited. I was I was bummed that I didn't get to go because I, I would have loved to have uh, have talked with him. Uh, shout out to the person that was doing like all like the weaponry, man. Uh, they were doing uh, everything by themselves, setting up. People were giving them a hard time, but uh, 
much respect. There was a lot to do in a little bit of time. <laughs> and they made it happen. It was a good show. It was a good show. I was pleased with it. Anybody got some shows that they're going to be going to coming up? Nothing planned. Everything. The only thing that I know is planned is IWR at the end of the month. That's the only thing that I know I can yep. say for sure I'm going to go to in December. Yeah, right after Christmas, IWR is putting on their show. We got some big matches there. So I think we're all going to be there. And Hornswoggle is going to be there. Hornswoggle is yep. going to be there. Or Swoggle, I think, is what he goes by now. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Ooh, and we're getting Trey versus Petey Williams. Trey versus Petey Williams. Stoked for that one. Logan versus Madman Fulton. Yep. Uh, I think that's false count anywhere, too, isn't it? I believe so. I so. And then Game Changers versus Tommy Dreamer and uh, Rhino. Game Changers win. Game Changers and Johnny Bravo get five minutes with Tommy Dreamer. And if Rhino and Tommy Dreamer win, Tommy Dreamer gets five minutes alone with Johnny Bravo. So that's going to be a good one. Um, I'm kind of intrigued about this MM3 versus Chuck Stein match at Horror Slam's next bar brawl. Um, I love both those guys, and they've never fought before. So that so that might be a possibility for me to go to. But, yeah, I don't really have much planned in December. Um, we got a couple more interviews we're going to do, then we're going to put out, you know, some stuff. To, to take us in the next year and then we're gonna have some 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 huge changes coming in twenty twenty two for us. We're gonna have some game changes. Yeah. So good stuff coming up for us. Does anybody got anything before we uh wrap this one up? All right. Well Josh, since you didn't since you didn't get to do uh, your normal opening, I butchered it. Um, so let's uh, let you do your outro. Well, I tell you one thing: I cannot wait to listen to this episode. I'm super excited. Uh, happy that Bronner came on. Um, I can't wait to listen to this. Peace. <laughs>